0: Alright, alright. All right. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, wait, you three older ladies, just one more thing. Are you the murder mavens? It's me, Columbo. And I'm just trying to figure out Are we done with that decorative gore season thing? It seems like we are. It's time for a murder, most mucky, on this American Dice.
1: season. So have that little thing. You met um, several uh, potential suspects. Um, Desmond Billingsley was the, uh, the tractor driver of the Pumpkin Mart. He's the one who was killed and kind of decorated as if he was a scarecrow with a gourd in his mouth. And let's see, you're talking to the two twins. Oh. Grace and Charity, who one was the brother-in-law of the deceased, or the sister-in-law, I should say, and another one just lived there. Um, kind of, oh, she had baked goods. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the very end, I will say, Todd Billingsley, the youngest, um, was found killed, just like his uncle. Um, by Birdie, he found it, found him in particular. What was the
0: name of the other business partner? The surviving business partner who is married to not Charity, but what's her name? Hope? Grace. The other
1: brother? Grace. Uh, Yes. Mortimer. Mort. 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 Mm. Yes. Yes,
0: We have not spoken to Mort, to my understanding.
1: Yeah. And in fact, uh, we had Sheriff Wimple, Wyman Wimple was on the scene and and took, I think, all of the men from the family. Mort, Todd. And MJ Mort Jr. and had been through. I think I want to say Diamond Dina suggested it. He had been questioning them somewhere. So who knows what happened? But you've collected, uh, amongst the three of you, murder mavens. So many clues. I'll go over them now. We ha- and remember this. This case is a uh, complexity four. So. Every clue subtracts one from it. So when you get positive, it's going to be really good. So you found, I think these aren't in the order that you found them in, I believe. But this might be the most recent one. Right next to the deceased Todd, I believe. There was a scarecrow stuff with 5 and $10 bills that was probably more than $2,000 worth of collected money. There was a picture of what seemed like charity... And a young man, possibly Alejandro, sharing a secret kiss. You have that, I think, on Bertie's telephone. Uh, There's also a torn up collection, a collections letter, threatening legal action for nearly $100,000 in unpaid debt. There was a stack of brand new credit cards in De- uh, Desmond's name, the deceased. The act fake activation stickers were still attached. And... Lastly, not particularly impressive engagement ring stuffed into a loaf of pumpkin bread. And I think that's it, right? I'm not missing any, am I? Mm -mm. It was those five. All right. All right. So um, it's complexity four. You're at five clues. You can still keep digging for more. But right now you're at when you're going to make the roll with some little subtraction there. You're going to get a plus one to the roll already. So that's pretty good. I do think it would be.
0: It would be goofy if we never spoke with. Mort. If we didn't even try. So if we can't, because Sheriff Wimple is talking to him, that's one thing. But we've we have yet to try to speak with him. If we didn't, it would be it would be. One of those things that in a TV show, it's like, well, I never even bothered. Mm -hmm. the the nerds on the internet would have a field day. (laughs) We didn't even see him in a shot since we went on that tractor. It's true. Yeah, basically. He's basically disappeared since then.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm down for trying to find him and question him.
1: Yeah, so, let's see. I'm trying to place, and this might be, I might, I think I warned everybody last time, too. This might be The next morning so i think we maybe like the previously on um situation they might have um like the police came to see todd and like remove his body and everything so now things have kind of settled down it's the next morning so now you're more than welcome to go out and find go back to the pumpkin mart right
3: so i have a question for you then david yeah um birdie the last time we saw her she found todd's body Mm -hmm. and then also you had implied that um getting into the barn was essentially one way so we would need to go over how birdie got out or how she escaped if that's what we're doing um or if i just start screaming like an old lady and they are like why are you screaming And I just find, I just get, I was walking around and now there's a dead body. I'm okay with that too. I just know that was like plot things that were happening.
1: Yeah. I'm okay with, uh, zooming ahead and just assuming you did the old lady thing. If that's within character. I was going to say, if I can make a suggestion, Mm -hmm. one of
0: us, either myself or Diamond Dina, either Marilyn or Diamond Dina could go talk to Mort and then the other one could go help Bertie out of there. And maybe in the helping Bertie out of there, there's another clue discovered. I know that that doesn't change things
1: mechanically. Yeah. I might try and move it to the next morning, but yeah. Yeah. That that worked fine. So that
0: worked for
3: Bertie and it makes sense because she's already have a, she already has another condition on her which was the um, unnerved or afraid or whatever. So it makes sense that she would lose it and scream and be like, ah, and then people would find her just so we can, like, move it. We don't want to get
1: stuck, you know? That makes sense. So if everyone's okay with that, we're going to move to the next morning. But let's do some some housekeeping real fast because we have these end-of-session moves. And I so they should be on that little uh, sheet of yours that I sent to everybody um, I kept the ones checked that you had last time and you're more than welcome to just keep them as they are but you now have the opportunity to kind of rearrange two of them if you want you always have to do did the murder maven solve a mystery the other two you can move around if you um, want to try to steer your character in a certain direction or not Okay, Does that make sense? Yes. I have to look <clears> that up. <throat> yeah, and I think I... Oh, you're on your phone, right, Eduardo? Yeah, that's why I have to look it up. Gotcha, yeah, that might be a little tricky. Tricky, 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 tricky. Um, well, well, those who are looking o- over them, I can read them out to you real fast if, you, if that's easier. Well, and I also yeah. have
3: to... Do you have a... David, do you have our sheets so you can like bubble stuff in for
1: us? Yeah. Okay, cool. That helps a little bit. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. Would it be helpful for me to go over them real fast? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, for Birdie in particular, um, and everyone's the same, but let me know if any of these sound uh, interesting to you. So, you got, did you secretly undermine the authority of a local official? You had that last time. Did you share your wisdom with a young person? Did you share a memory of a late family member? Did you behave like a woman half your age? That was the other one you had. Did you dote on somebody? And lastly, did you show someone that you've still got it? So this is your opportunity to pick two oh, new ones. Oh, to change those up. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, this, this is where you want your character to go this particular session.
0: Okay, I'll switch up one.
1: I switched up... Uh did you share a memory with, did you
0: share your wisdom with a young person?
3: Um, So then I'll keep the, um, did I behave half my age thing? Mm -hmm. And instead of undermining somebody,
1: um, forgot
3: what the second one was underneath that.
1: Did you share your wisdom with a young person? I'm going to do that one. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you. So, then keep that in mind as you continue this session. And also, I looked at everyone's advancements. I feel like uh, everyone is within reach of advancing this time. Oh, my. So close. I am Wyman Wimple. (laughs) Um, And now we get to do those cozy vignettes. So, this is the... uh, like I describe like the the opening theme and and the camera just catches you doing something and this time, birdie, you get you have a special wrinkle to it. Oh God. So your cozy vignette uh, during cozy vignettes, focus on your cozy move scene. Oh yeah, so I guess you don't necessarily have to do it. It's just yeah. if I'm having memory because of the void thing, right? yeah yeah uh you must narrate how dark entities subtly reveal themselves in the scene so actually i guess that's not i think it's only when you're using your move so you're you don't have to do it during this uh particular thing joke's on you i don't have to but i'm gonna exactly (laughs) so you have to put something darker supernatural into it dark entities subtly reveal themselves in the scene so noise does anyone want to go first And i'll just go in a circle if there's a volunteer
2: I thought you said Birdie was going first.
1: Oh, no. Birdie just has a, a crazy thing that she has to add to it. But are, are you ready, Birdie? Yeah, I can go. Okay, great. So I'll, I'll go clockwise in the, the order of the screen here. So Austin's on deck. Okay. Um, so the theme music uh, has like
3: a, a little like wispy fall, like uh, wind blowing in the background. It's really cute. And she's like opening her front door to her little like old lady house um, or, or maybe apartment. Yeah, it's probably like a small little apartment. And um, the shiver, like as she's locking the door, it's like over the shoulder. The shiver, she like pulls like a blouse or like she usually has a blouse on, so like a scarf, little winter, winter, like scarf. And she looks over her shoulder and she like looks up and it's like an orange glow or like a fall glow of the sun or something. And as she like uh does like a little like shimmy to like, ooh, it's a little chilly out here. She like steps forward and through like um, as she's like walking forward, you can see like the glass or like a window pane and there's like a shadow in it and then like goes like behind her and then she just walks off you don't even she doesn't see it
0: (laughs) that's it amazing i love that how about for Marilyn. um it's i'm gonna stick with my theme of holiday specific episodes (laughs) um we're at like a fourth of july thing and everybody's holding American flags and Birdie and Diamondina are clearly arguing and each of them keeps like pulling out a lighter to light this um, uh, like big thing of fireworks and they keep blowing it out from one another, very Looney Tunes style, because they're arguing and they yell at each other. And so you like see them like, like, and then they yell and then and then they yell, and then, and, then they yell and, then, and then they yell. And then you just see uh, Marilyn just take her cigarette butt and just light it and it just shoots off everywhere love that
2: got me <laughs> that's it um okay so then i think uh i think that diamond dina is in her studio and so it's like a little it's like a like a room with all these mirrors around it and she's tap dancing you know and she's tapping, and she's tapping, and she's tapping, and she's got this, like, long, flowy, like, like sheer uh, skirt on, and then all of a sudden you see um, What's New Pussycat run up and then just, like, grab the skirt, and she does, like, this fancy twirl, and then she twirls around, and she's, like, just in her, like, little uh, unitard. And she's just like, oh,
0: what's new?
2: You bad <laughs> kitty. wing!" <we're> As <laughs> <fun laughs> she poses, you know. Uh-huh.
1: Amazing. I love that.
0: Uh-huh. Hammock Heights. Hammock, oh. Heights. Yes. Hammock Heights. Hammock Heights is filmed live on location in beautiful Palmetto City, Florida.
1: All right. And then... And we've said that we've uh, said
0: we've we've joked we've said that this show comes out now, right? It's not like an '80s show.
1: Yeah, we're... yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm just curious. You,
1: you don't have to worry too hard. About, you don't have to think too hard about that.
0: People
2: still wear unitards even in 2022.
0: I was gonna make a, I was gonna make the a joke that that's the the <laughs> that, that was the episode that like Burt Reynolds popped in as a guest yeah. star and
1: he was like Hachi Machi <laughs> <laughs> like kind of a deal. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, this is kind of in the style of 80s and 90s shows, but don't think too hard about it (laughs) because we have a social media mogul over here. Social media maven, my Insta's popping. So I think we open somewhere completely different on the beach, and it's like kind of a disgusting beach, and there's a family of three it's like they're a, all being nailed to things crabs are biting no that's a different Wait. show, no, that's a different a different show, show. so there's three people a mom a dad and uh like a, i think a little boy and it's like just looking at this child it's the most obnoxious he's wearing like he's dressed like a acdc band member he's got like very short shorts his socks pulled way up almost like knee-high socks um he doesn't have like the propeller on his little hat, but it would make sense if he did. And he's just uh, maybe he's holding his mom's hand and they're kind of walking through this. That's probably what we see first is their footsteps going through this brown, almost black sand. And they're it's wet and they're kind of slipping a little bit. And um, he's like, Mommy, I hate this place. It's so disgusting. I know. Oh, Why did you take me here? I hate this. Can we just go home? She's like, shut up. What would this person name Be, hello, uh, Jeremy. Have... Jeremy, Jeremy, don't be mean. We're what? Lo- we're lo- We're learning about history, and in fact, there's this woman that's kind of addressing the three, and she um, looks very um, uptight. I think maybe an older kind of lady. She has like a sh- like a streak of gray in her hair. Oh, uh, I'm thinking like that. Who was that lady from the primaries? That's I forget her name. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard is that who it is? Yeah, I'm thinking that. Uh, Yeah, just very professional looking, and she's just um, kind of walking through, and she's maybe she even has a clipboard to drive home how professional she is. And she kind of motions behind her, and the camera pans up, and there's this black um, and white striped. Um, lighthouse behind her and she's like and this is the Leon Key lighthouse that's been here for generations in fact some historians question when it even came there's no exact date that it was built and she looks at the child isn't that interesting and he is just kind of rolls his eyes and the father in fact too just kind of Cool. Well, um, and they have seafood here. That's a very interesting thing. Um, we're just so peckish, ma'am, um, Miss Ripley. Maybe we should just. Uh, and he does like snap like at her face. Maybe we should just move this along. And I think he kind of takes Jeremy and starts walking, and um, the husband and wife are, like, the hu- the wife says. Now come on! We, th- we said that we were gonna give him a good lesson. Like this is so educational. I can't believe we did this. And they kind of walk off in the distance, but Jeremy stays behind. And in fact, the the historian goes with those the three adults. All three adults kind of walking off back to the uh, the dock or something away from the beach. And he kind of looks down and he like kneels down, and we don't see what he's looking at, but he kind of pokes at it, and he's like, "Oh." Oh, this is... Now, this is interesting. And we kind of zoom out, and we see that he's looking at this, like, dead, grotesque body that is washed up. Or just splattered. It's, like, half covered in this, like, weird, sandy, or muddy sand. But, guess what? We got other mavens to deal with. Oh, maybe this is when the title comes up, right? It's A Murder Most Mucky, or A Nice Ilionki. And this is the same mystery still no this is in fact the hint for the next mystery but we go the next morning to the mavens what are you doing um I that's a good question
3: so I feel like you catch her like um shuffling like in bed left and right really slowly she's got her like her covers up maybe she's wearing like a bonnet or whatever and she's like you know, um, shivering. And then you see her like jolt up and she just a soft "Ah!" like a soft little, you know, she woke up from a nightmare. And you see like a montage of her like, you know, going to brush her teeth, but she keeps like looking to the left or like, you know, maybe she's like taking her bonnet off and like combing through her hair or whatever. You know what I mean? She's like, but every, she seems very nervous still. Um, And I guess she like calls one of you she probably calls Dina, I would say, and she's like, you know, oh, you know, we didn't ever, ever since I found Todd's body, I'm, I'm having a little bit of a nightmare. How are you feeling today? So she like calls her up, and you know, it's just a little montage, and um, eventually she calls up Marilyn, and Marilyn's got like pasta in her hair again, or something wild,
0: and like, um, it is, so yeah, it's, it's that she used she used a bunch of uh,
1: manicotti as curlers, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> And um, and before that. either before either of you answer, though, let me uh just remind you of the one part of the system real fast. Also, mm-hmm. she with the with the manicotti <laughs> as curlers, <laughs> uh-huh.
0: she complains about the humidity and worries oh uh, my God. that if the humidity is too high, it's gonna mess things up because the manicotti <laughs> will start to get wet.
1: I can't with you. <laughs> yeah. So there is one, one thing I want to bring up: um, the cozy move when you mm. before you uh. Head back into uh, I think the uh, the idea was to talk to uh, Morty. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I want to direct you to the the cozy move. Is the way you get rid of um, conditions. Yes. And so you want if ever you want to do that, just um, let me know. That that was my goal. But yeah, you can kind of frame a scene and just as long as you include your um, uh, cozy act or hobby whatever it's called, <laughs> um, yeah, into that, then you will not only get a clue, but you will clear your condition. Can Look at you know knowing what i was going to do. I was going to do the three-way phone
3: call, but Three I started with Dina. I was like, we're Love getting it. ready ever since I saw the body, blah, blah, blah. So that was like the intro to the conversation was me like, what are you up to? How are you sleeping? Blah, blah, blah. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. So plus I'm using social media, um, <laughs> I'm in here, I'm in my brains. Um, but yeah, this is like, I would say you, you ladies know her, she's probably a little jumpy on a regular day, um, but she usually is much more calm. So she she probably has her fan out or, oh, she's using her little boom box, the little like you hear music in the background. She's like trying to play music to keep her like up. Um, but yeah, she starts the phone call.
0: Uh, morning, ladies. How
3: y'all doing?
0: My neck is killing me.
2: Hey, Bertie, I think that Marilyn forgot how to use the three-way again.
3: <laughs> Ugh. You know, this isn't the first time I've heard that
0: Marilyn doesn't know what to do in a three-way. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: listen, oh during, the, during the war, there were a lot of options. <laughs> and they weren't good.
2: Well, you gotta take what you can take in those times, darling.
0: No, I, I did, and... Uh, Anyway, here I am.
3: Well, it, now you know. You just press the little button and you see all three of our faces, right? You look great today, this morning. Are you going to do something different with your hair?
2: Um... Is that manicotti?
0: Are these, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> and she's like,
3: I totally forgot this is, like, still Harvey Firestein.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Marilyn is now realizing that she... She had been cooking and also curling her, putting her hair in curlers. And she had been putting some of the manicotti, and we now see her looking into a pot of just curlers that are on in a <laughs> pot of boiling water. And she's like, dying. like, she smacks her head in there. And she's like, Oh, uh,
1: So, this is amazing. Uh, I'm gonna, I could stop it here, but I kind of want to push a little bit. So, mm-hmm. What do you think makes this intimate between the three of you? Is there some, do you like have a, a talk or a memory or something? The three of us are all in nude. (laughs) Physically intimate. I think he means emotionally.
3: (laughs) Um, No, I, so normally the call would happen like, and it would just be a regular phone call and be like, where are we meeting? But she's purposely made a FaceTime, like a, I need to see faces just so she's not alone kind of deal. Um, and I think the other thing is, like, we are gonna bring up Todd's body. Like, I think we're gonna bring up the case. Um, mm, that yeah, would make it a little bit more intimate.
1: Do you, you want to do that?
3: Yeah, I'll, of course. I'll so. count that as triggered if if you uh, do that. Diamondina, I know we did a lot of um, good investigation work yesterday, but I was by myself in that barn for quite a while, and. I wasn't expecting to see Todd um, the way that he was. And we'd just seen him a few hours before and she like holds her shoulder um, and she like stops herself from like shaking cause she's trying not to cry in front of you guys. Um, and I think maybe um, if we go and see uh, the sheriff today we can really um, work out who did this. And she like takes a big breath and maybe looks off to the side for a second by herself, just like, and then she looks back at the screen and has like a big like smile at you guys. Cause you know, we're the Mavens, we do it together. Woo! That's what that's what she's trying to like express.
2: Well, I have to admit something to you ladies. I had always had a crush on Todd's dad. After I lost my husband There was something about that man, maybe it was the way that he always looked me in the eye and said, condolences, miss. I had not been called miss in quite a long time. And he looked so very much like his father. I thought to myself, what if that was my husband? What if that was my true love? And now he's gone. I don't know what to make of it, but it's far too young and far too special to not have this figured out.
1: And then since I picked actors for these, we just see a little uh, fade in of Joe Pesci's face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> God. Hey.
1: So this is perfect. I think uh, we've definitely. Oh, did you? Did I uh, step on you Austin?
0: No, I was going to make a joke about Joe Pesci in Casino when he has a mustache. It's very funny. It's a very (laughs) funny look. (laughs)
1: Uh, So I think this definitely triggers this move. And um, so you can clear that condition of unnerved now. This one, a murder most mucky or a nice Leon key is. uh, It sounds like Chianti. So that one's my joke is what happened. So. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, David. This complexity is six, so it's the the biggest one yet, which means um, it's originally eight, but I'm moving it down to giving you the handicap still. So this is six. So like eight or nine clues would be, you know, the the easiest theorized rule you can get, but you want probably at least six, and because the complexity is higher, it has the most suspects or potential suspects. So it's. I mean, we have two sessions, or a session and a half to go over it, because we'll, we'll meet next week, assuming we don't get the apocalypse. But, um, so you'll have a whole session to do it. But make sure, this might be like, now that you kind of know how, what's going on, like the speed run, like maybe do those metal moves as much as you can. Meet as many of these folks. You probably won't be able to go to all the locations, but hopefully as many as possible. And if you... um. Let's see, is there anything else I need to remind you of? Can you, David, remind me, Birdie,
3: what are the two things that I have to do so I don't have to like go away from the chat?
1: Yes. Um, you were steering toward, did you solve a mystery? And you already did, so good for you. Um, did you share your wisdom with a young person and did you behave like a woman half your age? Okay, thank you.
3: Mm-hmm. Wisdom with a young person, person half my age, got it.
1: Right. Yeah, there's uh, a bunch of people you can meet and several locations too you can go to. Yeah, so I feel there's no way you can even do that to begin to do that in one session. So everyone good? Do you have any questions before we we start this mystery officially? I'm good. Go for it. Cool. So I think we're going to start in the Candlelight Books Cellars. And... Maybe you're getting over, uh, um, the, I always forget the name of it, um, the Gold Crown Mysteries Club, you know, the Murder Mavens, maybe going over the last things. Uh, what's, what does the camera come in on? Is there like, is Marilyn making a joke? Is, uh. It's, um, so we just had like the book club
0: aspect of things. Yeah. Maybe you're like in
1: the midst, right?
0: I think like everybody else who's not one of the three of us who's part of the book club who are talking about these books is leaving and Marilyn is just um like eating whatever extra like hors d'oeuvres are there and she's just complaining about them constantly just in like a very old lady way of being like these aren't very like oh these are cold like of course they're cold they're three hours old we've been (laughs) here for three fucking hours like, that kind of a thing.
3: I think we were on issue, like, 77. And, um, I don't know. How, how many books do you think there are in this series, David? An 77 number. sounds good to start. <laughs> yeah. I think they're on, like, it's, like, goosebumps to me. <laughs> like, there's just so many of those books. But I think we're on, like, issue 77, and this was, like, one of those more, like, fantastical ones. Like normally we can like deduce that the person, so we're really like, it was weird. All those tentacles, right? Like, I I mean, issue 55 had like a dragon, but like they talked about a Komodo dragon and but these were like tentacles, but they were too big. They so she's like weirded
0: out. They pushed her into the octopus tank at the aquarium. Didn't you remember that?
3: Yeah, I I seem to remember that, but but I don't understand why they're so big. She's oh, just I, talking about these giant tentacles. Oh, I assume it was just supposed to be sexy. Um Diamondina, do you think that was sexy? Um, I don't Diamond, know
2: about and Diamondina is like also like uh dipping from the punch bowl from the, the meeting, but then you see her like pull out this like very like like sparkly flask, you know, and it's got like little like Sparvosky crystals all over it. And then she she just like pours a little bit of something into her punch and she just like knocks it back real quick and she's like personally I don't know about you, Birdie. I mean, I feel like you know more than any of us, but I've heard about this fetish. Botanicals? Ooh. Do you think that maybe she was writing for that crowd? Because, oh boy, was it lost on me.
1: And I think uh, wh- perfectly TV style, you hear just someone like, <clears throat> like behind you. <laughs> like the ABC censors are like, <gasps> okay, thank God. Oh God. Oh. Uh- Oh, oh Lord,
0: uh, Mar- Marilyn throws her throwing knife. Oh my God! Wait, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> oh God.
1: No, and there's this uh, woman there. She's uh one of the the booksellers at the um. What was it? It's called the. Uh, I always forget the name of it. The Candlelight Booksellers. Um, and this is the one that she's maybe the one who set up the for you to have the space. It's a Janet. Is her name? Janet Flock. She's Janet. she's just like a book mouse for for sure. And what's something, uh I'll go around here, ask everyone a part of this. Let's start with uh I guess Marilyn. Um, what's something about Janet that endears you or her to you? So something that's endearing in Marilyn's opinion. The two of them had a long conversation
0: about Janet, you said? hmm Janet has like a bunch of tattoos. And um, she and Marilyn had a conversation about this, and it was like a very kind of like um, much older woman having a conversation with a much younger woman conversation about that. And uh, it started out, if other people had seen it, it started out very judgy. And then as the conversation went on, the two of them became buddies. Like it started out very much Marilyn being like, 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 oh, you're gonna get that all over your all over your chest. What do you think it's gonna look like when it's when you're my age and it's down below your belly button? Like, kind of like <laughs> like it's like like that kind of a conversation. It starts out like that, and then they like eventually became buddies.
1: Love it. So breaking the ice was just you judging her. Perfect.
0: <laughs> yes, and I think I think that it shows that like she's kind of she's tough enough about it and but also Marilyn is um like her for people who for people who she likes that judgment comes in like a more maternal or motherly way than just like a asshole lady on the subway saying look at
1: this hair, you look like a piece of shit kind of a thing i love that um diamondina how do you think janet um, is endearing to you?
2: Uh, I think that she has really good posture and she stands up really straight. Um, and so Diamond Dina is always saying things to her like, oh, darling, I remember when I used to have the most perfect posture in my ballet class. Are you a ballerina? You should have been a ballerina. And then Janet tells her like, of when she was like in middle school dance you know, class or something. And diamond Dina just like loves that. And, you know, every time she, she sees her, she's like, Oh, heard any good music today? Have you gone to see any good plays? You know, she like takes that like artsy approach with, with Janet.
1: Uh, how about you, Bernie? Um, she knows our
3: book series. Um, and her and I have had an ethical conversation about, um, the black women in the series um, because Janet is black. And so she was like having that full like sisterhood moment. Um, and she was like, you know, when the series started, it was very whitewashed. Um, and And then like book 17, we had our first like black Maven character. And she was like the lead of the book. And like, it was, you know, a a very uh, ethically changing series as it became and she, you know, that same character came back multiple times. So whenever we read like book 14, I mean not 14, it's higher. It's like 24 she's back. And like, so we've sat down the two of us and been like let's talk black women
1: issues. (laughs) Like let's solve mysteries. Perfect. All right. Uh, I love uh, asking you through this because I had an idea about Janet and now she's completely different perfectly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, a little book mouse. And I was like, she's got tattoos everywhere. She she loves uh, black lit. and she has, an she has a book on her head. <laughs> she, likes, she likes the arts, you know. She yeah,
2: she's, got a, she got
0: she's got, got a book costume. on her head, ink on her skin. <laughs> and she's ready to
1: fuck hey, In 20 years, she'll, she'll, she'll be one of us. And, and we know justice it. Justice in her heart. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this. <laughs> Training the next generation. So she kind of to bring us back, she kind of coughed behind you as, as Diamond Dina was about to go into her tentacle porn history.
2: <laughs> Knowledge. Go on.
1: And she says, uh, uh, Mavens, I hope you had a good meeting. I And she can tell she's like struggling. She's like, I have something you might be interested in.
3: Um, is it a physical object? Is she holding something or is she like a, a clue or something like that.
0: Yeah, maybe she's holding like a, you see a rolled up newspaper. I think that uh, the easy joke for Marilyn would be like, I'm 92 years old. Please, don't make me wait any longer. I'll be dead before we know what's up.
1: <laughs> You're 90? You, you look much more like 50. Anyway.
0: <laughs> 18, Oh, Janet,
2: Janet, dear, you know that you can tell us anything and we won't tell. And
1: she's like, well, um... I think I might have a murder that you might be interested in. And she kind of walks over to one of these like card tables and lays out this paper and like moves, like flips to a certain page and it's definitely not the front page. It's, um, and she's like, this looks very suspicious to me. Something the murder mavens could potentially solve. And just going, just like a montage of like these, uh, I don't know, just weird pictures and like words and stuff going through. You can tell that the the basics of this is that this place, uh, Ponce de Leon or Juan Ponce de Leon Key, which is right outside of um, Hammock Heights, but in the same county, but like an island kind of off there. It's this uh, it's called Mucky Point sometimes just almost as a insult by people from Hammock Heights. Because their sand there is like this brown black sand that looks like mud. And it's it never quite dries properly. And it just looks like it's a, a mud trash island, essentially. So, so people from Hammock Heights call it Mucky Point. But there's a big... It's known for having this big, really old lighthouse. Which we, which we might remember from the beginning, us viewers. But there was a murder there. They found the lighthouse keeper... Um, fell f- somehow from the top and drowned in the mud underneath and uh, was discovered by like a tourist family or something. And there's a, so it's technically a different city. So they have a constable there and it was Constable um, Deshane, I think is how you pronounce this. It's like D-E-S-C-H-A-N-A-I-N, Deshane. I think it's Deshane. Anyway, Constable Deschain is quoted in here saying, um, "It was just a pure accident," um, and he knew, he knew the person that was deceased was named Cyrus Creel. He knew him personally, and accidents like this happen. And maybe the the reporter is like, "Oh, do you think this is related to neighboring Hammock Heights?" Who, quite a surprising murder rate he says no that never happens here in Leon Key nothing like that we're such a tight knit community that would never this is the first murder in decades so go back to janet she says um which right right on our doorstep and it seems like this constable doesn't seem to think so but and she just kind of shrugs doesn't seem like he's very motivated in solving this either. Is there a picture
3: of Cyrus? Like, not like a what are those things called? It's not a when they put it in the newspapers and they're like this person. Wait, ha- yeah, it's not that I just mean like, is there a picture of him because he passed
1: away? I mean, Oh yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what does like? it like? Maybe it's like his professional picture, but it's mm-hmm. when he was like white housekeeper. Like yeah. Okay,
3: so at least we know what he looked like past tense. Okay. Yeah. Well, you said it's an island that's near us. It's like same county kind of thing. Is that what you said, David? Yeah. So have have either of us been there? I I feel like. I feel like Bertie has not been there.
1: Hmm, interesting. So, yeah, here's a volunteer. Um, or I would ask for a volunteer to answer um, who has been there before, maybe just seen the lighthouse. And I will say so this is such a small town. There's, I'm picturing like, um, oh, where do we go in Marisa? I think it, am I thinking Sanford maybe? Where it's, there's one street that has stores on it essentially, and everything else is a house. There's like, <laughs> There's that, and there's a lighthouse. And this one pretty much has like three or four stores, a bar, a lighthouse, and then people have lived there for generations, and they're very secluded. So who do you think has gone to see the sites there? Any volunteers?
2: I think it seems more like either a Dina or a Birdie thing to go there.
1: Does that sound like a volunteer, Dina? <laughs> well,
2: I guess everybody else is volunteering, I'll volunteer.
3: Yeah. I don't mind doing it if you don't want to do it.
2: I'll do it.
1: Okay. Cool. So I have a question then. So mucky pointers, which they do not like to be called. Um, they're rumored to have a strange physical characteristic. Everyone that was that's been there, like that was born there. So what would be one like um maybe like um, like tiny eyes or maybe big eyes or like a hunchback or long fingers? What do you think like a physical weird characteristic do all of them rumored to have? Maybe they don't all have it, but what what if they have
0: just really rocking huge butts? No. So let's try and no. keep it like creepy. Okay. So not banging cheeks. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Um, so I was thinking that they all, they all have the same big mole on their chin. And so it's like, you know, you're a, a mucky pointer. If you got the mole,
0: you mm-hmm. y'all no. mucky moling.
1: I love it. The mucky
2: what? mole. Yeah. That's oh, the mucky mole.
1: It.
0: Of it's
2: like, oh, they've got the mucky mole, so obviously they're from here. I really they're, like they're
0: Spider-Man like- too because Alfred Mucky Molina is in the movie.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. Never mind. And it, it's like the same color as the the sand there. Ooh. The muck sand. That's good. I love it. Yeah, it,
2: it's like a dark brown mole, but it's like like one of those like comically witch moles that like like pokes out a lot and it's like really round you know Mm. oh
0: and what if it what if it's there in basically the same place and is basically the same color no matter what your like race race or ethnicity was when you're there so like the whitest white person and the darkest black person have the same mole of the same color in basically the same spot if they live there Mm-hmm. That's like, that's the rumor idea. anyway. Wink, wink. Yeah, but really, everyone has a rockin' huge ass.
2: Stop <laughs> 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 No, my world, not yours. <laughs> I volunteered, not you.
1: <laughs> I love it. So, is the are the mavens packing up and going to um, Leon Key? Yeah, I
3: definitely want to get in Diamond Dina's um, car, this big old.
2: It's a it's a sexy I looked it up and I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to save the picture on David's laptop, but I looked it up and it's one of those old cars. It looks almost British and it's kind (laughs) of got the rounded end and um, it's technically like it's technically a four seater, but in my head I envision like I'm driving, obviously. And then Birdie's next to me because she's giving me the map directions from her phone. And uh, Marilyn is just straddling both seats in the back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Got so
2: it. she's like in the middle. And, and then because it's like a really small back seat, but she's just like straddling both of them. And she's just, yeah, holding on to like both of the because it's a convertible. Mm-hmm. So we're driving mm-hmm. with the, you know, with our hair in the wind, and she's
0: just like holding on to both sides, like, ah! yeah, <laughs> yeah man. yes. It do- it really does. It does look like kind of one of those,
2: like, a little like bit the, more like
0: muscly like version Powers. of like an old, G- yes, exactly, like an Austin Powers or James Bond car.
2: Yeah, I love yeah. that. <laughs> music.
0: The jet
1: comes out.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, I think while we're there, yeah, <laughs> Marilyn is in the back. She's holding on to like some of the bags, like just looking like she's gonna fly out of the car. (laughs) She's terrified. I love,
3: I I love the idea of all of us having like these bigger purses this time because we're really traveling, and you like see a little bit of a Tony poking out of one purse, and like the 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 little fan in the other purse is just like this bowl of like what is this thing a a decanter?
0: Yeah, decanter of olive, olive oil. oil. Yeah,
3: <laughs> It just like pans over all our little purses and like
0: so, montage. Uh, baby.
3: Give me a montage. So,
0: yeah. So on the way there, I think, wait, should we have our tender moment or what is it called? Our cozy moment? Cozy so
1: um, you don't need to, but you can if all you'd right. like.
0: I think that one of the things that Marilyn is going to say is like, she's going to be like, like, you really want to go to this you really want to go to this place? We got beaches all over.
3: Yes, but I I really trust Janet's opinion, and Janet has never led us astray before. She's always pointed out little things here and there
0: for us. You know, one I thing I
2: always trust a woman with a straight back. So you know me, <laughs> I believe her when she tells me that this has truly happened.
3: God. Of. Um, I think she makes um, Birdie like nods her head a little confused, um, and,
2: and then yeah, because uh, Dina like straightens up as she's driving. She just like <laughs> all of a sudden tits out straight up. Like I've always believed a woman with the straight back has straight morals. I tell you, that's what they oh, used to God. say about me: straight back, straight morals, straight shooter.
0: I think Birdie. I think Birdie and Marilyn look at each other like joining us, folks, for This American Dice presents Hammock Heights, Episode 7. This episode, like all of them, included Diamond Dina, played by Marisa, Eduardo as Bertie Dewad, Austin as Marilyn Duccarelli, and David as our Game Master. Of course, Hammock Heights is a version of Brindlewood Bay by the Gauntlet. Oh boy, oh boy, I'm in there, (sighs) One more round, please don't. Oh, oh, boy, don't make me go another round. Don't make me... You gotta, you gotta get in there, and you gotta beat the shit out of this podcast. I don't know, I don't know. You, you, you gotta do it. Here, I'm gonna cut your eye. Oh, oh, you cut my eye. Oh, shit, sorry. That was the worst optometrist visit in history. Music included the X-Files theme and major by Ian Gordon and Austin's version of the Hammock Heights theme that he did all by himself and that everybody loves despite what everybody says. Thanks, everybody. I really appreciate it. All right, guys, so next Thursday, you'll hear our long-running game Scale and Shadow, our Dungeon World actual play. And next Friday, that's your next episode of Hammock Heights. Saturdays, our old, long games are coming up on YouTube because they're coming off of our podcast feed. And meanwhile, Sundays on YouTube, our old short games are coming up. Please rate, review, like, subscribe on all these platforms and that kind of stuff. We could really appreciate it. See you later.